Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. Jumpstart number 2647, first written July 20th, the year 2020. Daniel chapter 3, verse 17. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Nebuchadnezzar built a mighty statue of gold, likely a statement from his dream of chapter 2. In that dream, the statue was of many different materials, representing coming kingdoms and nations. The head in that dreamy statue was gold, Babylon. But it wouldn't remain. Other kingdoms would replace Babylon. In the real statue that was built in chapter 3, the entire statue is gold, likely meaning that Babylon will always rule. Babylon's perpetual future is guaranteed. There would be no other kingdoms other than Babylon. So the powerful, violent, misguided king thought that his rule would be a rule forever. He would rule through fear. Whoever did not do what he wanted was executed. Now, this was more than a statue in a city park. This was an idol intended to be worshipped. Whoever did not worship was to be put to death. Zero tolerance here. The Jewish three refused to bow. Rather than being executed immediately, which the king declared, they were brought before him. He gave them a second chance. Nebuchadnezzar boldly proclaimed, What God is there that can deliver you out of my hands? He positioned himself even above the gods. Greater and more powerful than anyone is what the vain Nebuchadnezzar thought. Our verse today is the reply from the Jewish trio. Our God, the God we serve, not your gods, but our God. Our God, he is able to deliver us. He is able to deliver us from the furnace of fire. He's able to deliver us from you. Our God is greater than your fire, and our God is greater than you. Those words smoked Nebuchadnezzar and sent him into a rage. The furnace was heated up even more. Into the fire the three went, and in a moment the three came out. They came out without any evidence of being in the fire. No singed hair, no burnt clothes, no smell of smoke. God had delivered. God had triumphed. Now, a few lessons for us here. First, all the Jewish trio had to do was go on faith. It was very unlikely that they had ever witnessed a miracle before. And even if they had, the miracles were being done by the prophets. These were not prophets. How did they know God could deliver? He saved Israel from a Red Sea in an angry Egyptian army. He saved Gideon when outnumbered in a battle. He saved David from a bear, a giant, and a crazed King Saul. God has delivered. And now how do you know God will help you? It is by faith. It's based upon his word, his promises, and our faith. Secondly, God did not keep them out of the fire. In fact, from the text, it looks like God did not stop the fire. Unlike Daniel, when God shut the mouths of the lions, these three were protected from the fire, but the fire raged on. That's a lesson for us. We want God to put the fire out. We don't want the ugly consequences that follow our convictions in our faith. We want everyone to like us, to tolerate us, and to be like us. But in fact, there may be fiery trials, just as Peter put it. And going into fire does not mean that God has abandoned us or ignored us. The three in Daniel did what they should have done. They were respectful to the king. They didn't trace talk him. They didn't stir up the crowd and cause a big commotion. They didn't rush the king and try to take him out. They put their trust in God. Let God handle it. Let God deliver us. Because of your faith, you might lose a job. You might be defriended on Facebook or in person. You may not be included to family events. That may be your fire that you have to go through. 
Convictions come with consequences, especially from those who do not accept your stance. Compromise always looms in our mind as a way to escape the trouble and have some conviction left. But for the Jewish trio in Daniel chapter 3, compromise does not enter the picture. They weren't bowing and tying their shoes. They didn't bow and pray to their God. They stood. They were noticed. They were reported. They had to answer for what they did. They had to encounter the consequences. Thirdly, they had no assurance that God would spare their lives. After a verse comes, but even if he does not, the he is God. The does not is deliver us from the fire. Even if God does not deliver us means that they might die. Even if God allows us to die, we will not bow. Faced with saving their own skin or holding on to what they believe, they sacrifice their lives. Putting these things in order, their faith and conviction became came before their lives. Facing a fire is not nearly as bad as facing God whom you let down or denied or disappointed. Being on fire is what they would have said. I wonder in these days which is greater, our faith in God or COVID-19? Has fear of a sickness caused us to walk away from God? Has faith grown these past few months or has it dried up and gone away? Fire or faith, save your life or stand with God. It's easy for these Jewish three. No question, no discussion. Finally, conviction is often not what others have. It's easy to just lean the direction the wind is blowing. Not believing in anything in particular may make you get along with others, but it's not the fiber which forms faith, nor does it impress God. The conviction of these three is sprinkled throughout the scriptures. The parents of Moses were not afraid of Pharaoh's edict. Peter was not moved when he was ordered to stop preaching Jesus. Conviction stands upon principle, and when that principle is right and founded in God, it cannot be swayed. Families have started congregations in their homes when leadership and preaching where they once attended left God. Steadfast and unmovable is what the Corinthians were told. Stand firm is what the Ephesians were told. In our times, so many voices and so many opinions and so many social information and misinformation, it's time to get that Bible out and stand upon something that's real and lasting. Storms come and storms go, but God's word remains. Nebuchadnezzar's statue of gold is gone. However, the divine dream he had about that rock becoming a mountain, that became true. Today, we're part of that everlasting kingdom of God, powerful, large, enduring, and divine. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. That song is not about our our posture in church. It's about our conviction of our heart in this world. All in for Jesus. That's where we need to be. Willing to give all, give up all, include all our lies if necessary. It's hard to imagine what we'd say to this Jewish trio when we run into them in heaven. The only words that come to my mind are, thank you. What you did really helped me. And thank you for listening.